Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast and this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs. Or at least that's what I would be saying if you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favorite podcast app now to listen. Just search Eurogamer Newscast. Episode 114 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you in part today by Loot Crate. If you go to lootcrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R, you can get a percentage off of your subscription. There's a couple of days left to get in on the Unite Crate. That's Avengers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, all kinds of superhero, supervillain, nerd team-up stuff. And they've already confirmed that there will be another exclusive t-shirt in this month's crate. I have no idea what it is. Probably Avengers, I'm guessing. I'm not sure, but who the hell knows? Get in on that. We really hope you enjoy it. We've had tons of people. Uh, we've had tons of people sign up, and they've enjoyed every single crate that's come out so far. Episode 114 is also sponsored by Noble Knight Games. If you go to noblenight.com, you can check out their featured page and see everything that's on sale. There's tons and tons of savings there. They have over 50,000 products. Also, if you want to get a game night going in your house or you already have one and you want to find things like decent prices on miniatures, books, dice, uh, card games, CCGs, board games, anything that you could possibly want. If it's D&D, Warhammer 40K... Every edition of D&D, when I say D&D, you go and you can see, you know, 3.5 Pathfinder, 4.0 like we play, all the new 5th edition stuff, it's all there. Check them out at noblenight.com. And like we've done for a little while now, some of the music and sound effects in today's episode are provided by BattleBards.com. Their Kickstarter has been funded, but they still get about a week to go to hit stretch goals. I highly recommend checking them out because they provide professional quality uh, music and sound effects for your game sessions. And it really helps kind of flesh it out and bring it to life and draw people in. So check out BattleBards.com. Hey, Therians. Um, if you want to see more from us... Why don't you try going to dandrpodcast.com. That's our central hub for everything. You'll find our Facebook, all of the character Twitters. Um, you can also give us a look on patreon.com slash dandr. Uh, we're trying to save up for pay- for uh, DragonCon right now. And we, we need more. But you also get a bunch of really cool goodies if you sign up. Lots of bloopers, lots of extra content, all that cool stuff. Living in Therius are on there. And finally, if you want to go to dandrpodcast.wikispaces.com, you can check it out there. We have characters, we have episode content, we have all the groups up there, non-player characters, all the journals that have been done are cataloged there. Definitely something really cool to check out if you guys would like, and now we are going to go on to the show. Let's do that thing where we get ready and go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with Bree. Hi guys, I'm Brianna, and I play Jadzia Grace, the human warlock. And Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the wild and shaman. And Izzy. Hi, I'm Izzy, and I play Una, the half-elf paladin. Guys, last time on the show... Man, a lot happened last time on the show, actually... <clears throat> Um, you started in, you started kind of interrogating, uh, Julie, uh, more just to find out where the books were. Uh, she told you that they were back at the temple. Um, in the midst of that, you tried to knock Julie out and just kind of clunked her on the head. The stress of banishing Amara caused Merrick to wolf out in the basement with Kaluna, Jadzia, and Julie. You guys freed Julie and escaped, uh, sealing him away 
then joining the rest of the party to go fight dragons that were currently burning down Esterholt. Julie and the paladins helped you guys uh, fight them off uh, along with Seraph. Um, Kaluna went back to engage Merrick. Merrick had escaped the uh, the dungeon area of the mansion uh, and and squared off with Kaluna for just a moment, uh, managing to get a hold of himself instead of viciously mauling them. And uh, the rest of you managed to beat back the dragons just as Amara freed herself from the, the, the dimensional plane there, uh, killing a couple of dragons uh, in transit over Esterholt. Afterward, Seraph almost murdered Julie in front of you. You did manage to talk him down, uh, but he made it pretty clear uh, that that is not something that's going to go away and that he does not want you to get in the way a second time. How's about... Let's see. How's about we pick up pretty much directly after that? Julius walked away. Seraphus walked away. The party is in... Uh, the party is in the, the center uh, of Esterholt. Uh, the paladins have gotten to work trying to put out some of these fires. Uh, most of it is under control. Uh, Kaluna and Merrick would be back at the mansion. What would you guys like to do? Wow. It's uh, a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot. <laughs> I think we... Um, I, like, I'm not sure who to deal with first, Sarah or Julie. I think if everything is actually under control... Um, like if Jadzia sees that, she would follow Julie because she wants her books back. So if you want Una to follow Seraph, then we can cover two bull- birds with one stone, or two two stones technically. But um, okay, what do you guys want to do about Seraph? It's your dad. Because <laughs> don't 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 worry about the it's your dad. You you should make this choice. Sort of like it's up to Una. Like she'll murder him. I'll 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 have her do that. I don't care. I mean but, he's a he's a complete ruthless wild card like I'm, there's no way that we're gonna end up trusting him because he's not he, i mean i don't think he would ever suggest he's trustworthy yeah there's I no mean, there's no future that i see where this is a good thing that he's alive he wants to rule esther holt um, so does That's julie right. um we need someone to rule esther holt who's not gonna fuck it all up like the previous mayor did i so don't she's see, still don't the mayor I don't yeah. see. Well, oh, she's pre- gonna be the former. <laughs> Very soon, she'll be former. Um, but like, I don't see Seraph being that. Uh, yeah, I don't see him that being someone who's like. He has to die. Something. Yeah, I, I hesitate thinking about just getting rid of him just because he's a bad dude. Like, we we either have to have a good reason to do it, like he's attacking yeah. us, but you know what I mean like I, we can't just go know, up there's no way which we can be like hey like dude you're gonna have to be in exile because we don't want you here like he'll be like ha ha nope we'd really appreciate you know? it if you would just you know take over a different city that would be great <laughs> that would be great well I mean that is a possibility that we could just sort of be very <clears throat> honest and upfront about it and be like look you can't be here anymore and if he balks at that and if he wants to fight about it then you know, becomes a duel, right? It's sort of be like, okay, well then fine, maybe you'll die in this, but I don't know if we can manipulate him is what I guess I'm saying. We yeah, kind of have to just be upfront with it. Yeah. yeah. We just have to ask him what, what he's doing here and tell him if it's not okay, that it's not okay. Yeah. Um, and if that leads to murder, I mean, <laughs> from then on, whatever. Just like real life, you know. How about, how about <laughs> we, we go deal with they Julie say something as you a, don't like, you stab them. How about we go deal with Julie as a group? And then go deal with Seraph as a group because I don't 
I want there to be the maximum number of people there when we deal with Seraph. That's true. Because Actually, if there's just two or three of us, he might very well murder several of those people. Yeah. So, here, okay, here's one other thing is, if I remember correctly, and Jason told me if this is true, but effectively Julie said, go get the books and bring bring the ba- books back. So we don't have to go like follow up with Julie as, as long as we trust that that she's sort of repaying the favor for us saving her or your, for you for saving her life. Giving she's the books gonna, back is not repayment of the favor. Like, Well, okay. What I guess I mean is we can trust her in the moment to, to be like, paladins, go get the books and bring them back and take them back to the mansion. And if we, as long as we trust that in this moment, we don't really need to follow her. We can, we can, we can, let's do Sarah first. I feel like he's the more of a wild card. And then Julie, because Julie, yeah, because, she, she'll probably be dealing with the books for now, right? Yeah, she didn't run away. She was like, right. she composed herself and she's going back to the temple and the books are going to be brought back to the place. And if we need to go talk to Julie or if somebody wants to go deal with that, she'll be there tomorrow. Like, that's not right. a, probably a big deal. That's Seraph might go try to kill Sarah. Julie right now, like on the way yeah. back to the temple. And also, Merrick and Kaluna are not like ready to go deal with Seraph right now. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know anything's going yeah. on. So it's mm-hmm. not like, hey, can you guys stop that? Uh, Merrick, why are you bawling? And could you come out here and help me? Why, why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, I don't trust anyone in this fucking city except for my party mates. Seriously. Where, where is... Okay, so uh, Julie, Julie left to go back in the middle of the city to go back to the temple or whatever, just sort of striding off. What, what, did, what did Seraph do specifically? Is he, like, headed back to the mansion? Is he going back to his hideout? Is he... What's happening? Well, you, he just walked off. He never okay. expressed a... That's what I mean. Like, Do we have where? any sense of where he went? We can find him. He's not a hard guy to locate. Except for the whole teleportation thing. Well, he's not well, hiding from yeah. you. It's if, the if thing. he was hiding, if he, he wanted to. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Let's go back to the mansion and, and gather our troops and, you know, kind of see how everyone's doing. Because I don't think Una even knows what happened with, mm. with Merrick. He's just not here. So, I mean, you can put two and two together, you know. I, I doubt there's even been time to think about the fact that he wasn't he wasn't standing there too. Like that's true, honestly. Dragons. That's uh, the end of a. Okay, let's start there. Um, All right. Okay. Uh, Uno will look around and notice that Merrick is not there, um, and then like kind of cast like a really anxious look at everyone. Like, where's Merrick? Did he fall? Um, Phallus would look over at Jadzia like, "Do you want to tell her?" Um, Jadzia will just. She's kind of looking at Julie, not going to lie. Her priorities are a little bit fucked. But then she's going to turn back to the party and be like, we need to go back to the mansion. Merrick turned. He's in the basement. Kaluna went to go deal with him while we fought the dragons. Holy hell. Okay, yeah, let's go. Then we go. Kaluna will, like, start sprinting back towards the mansion. Like, not wasting any fucking time. (laughs) Uh, So getting getting back to the mansion... Valus would want to take the lead on this one just because, uh, like he would, he wouldn't want, he wouldn't want, well, first of all, obviously he wouldn't want Chatsia to, you know, get viciously mauled or something, but even Una, like he wouldn't want, he wouldn't want that to happen. Um, and he actually is, (laughs) he's genuinely concerned about Kaluna. So he would, uh, he would, let's see what he would see. If anything. Uh, 13. Good job, Valus. Um, uh, just, just, uh, popping his head in, looking around, 
Uh, he wouldn't see anything, but he also wouldn't hear anything. No, no sounds of, you know, you know, something being clawed or, or rended or, you know, breathing, anything like that. No movement. Um, where would, uh, where would Kaluna and Merrick be right now? In that hallway still? I mean, if this is the same moment, I don't think, uh, unless Kaluna would have done something to, uh, to change this, I, I feel like Merrick would just be kind of broken and, and crying and just exhausted and ashamed and all of those things all at once. Yeah, Kaluna would have, Kaluna wouldn't make Merrick move. They would just sort of sit there and hug him real tight. And just sort of wait for him to feel better. So depending on how long it took for them to get back, they'd probably still be there. This would be moments later. This would be well, yeah. just minutes. Yeah, this wouldn't be that long. Um, so yeah, Valis will, Valis will walk in. and um, You guys want to roll a perception check? 22. Oh yeah, both of you would hear. You'd both hear Merrick, at the very least, at the end of this hallway. Um, and it's very clearly human. It's not... Uh, it's, it's not werewolf Merrick. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, Una would go running in, hearing that, just to make sure, like, he's not wounded or something. Same. Uh, Jadzia's first instinct is if Merrick's crying, Kaluna's probably dead. (laughs) Yeah. So she's running, and once she sees that they're both standing, she's gonna be much more... I think Merrick's curled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sitting upright. Yeah, not dead. Um, I think as soon as Kaluna heard them running, I assume they would hear, um, they would sort of whip their head back and just sort of very, just, um, tense up, obviously expecting like, oh God, someone's here here to kill us. But then they'd see Una and Jadzia and be like, okay. I I hate to, I hate for it, for Merrick to not really have much to do or say right now, but I really think his whole, he would just be completely dazed and what happens to his clothes they fall off yeah they fall so off. They off. they're kind of um th- oh, right, strippers armor. yeah yeah <laughs> they're breakaway this. strippers armor essentially yeah, yeah okay. they, there's there's straps and stuff that yeah. Just sort of, yeah okay una will go oh. down to the basement and uh go collect his armor because i'm assuming he's just lying there naked pretty much again curled so modesty <laughs> yeah right <laughs> There's a little butt, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's PG-13 butt. That's yeah. Exactly. Very tasteful, like in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what if, what, so if the per- what if the perception checks for Una and Jadzia were high enough that they could see that everything was, that what had gone down? But Ballas's was so low that he actually thought that something uh, intimate was happening with Kaluna. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> It's just deep regret afterwards. Bark burn. <laughs> My Jasper's oh. coated in sap. I know. Like I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it would be pollen, Jason. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just bright yellow. It's like yeah. <laughs> bees all over the car wash. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's broken right now. I mean, I don't think. I honestly think that he would be. This is the last straw for him in a lot of ways. Like this is something that he felt like he was more in control of, and and it this broke him. I don't think he would have the words. Valis would, Valis would move to the end of the hallway and sort of look at the door that 
Merrick came from that's completely shredded. Um, desk that was in front of it's kind of knocked over, and, and that, that's a lot of force to, to get through that. And then just look down at him and see that Colonna's hunched over. Um, he would probably try to be somewhat reassuring, just like maybe put maybe put a hand on Colonna's shoulder, something like that. Colonna would sort of jump, like, oh god! But then they'd, uh, they'd realize nothing bad is happening, so then they'd sort of relax again, but they're clearly not okay. Jodzia's just gonna be standing in the door, and she's not sure what to do with herself at first, but then after a moment of just collecting, like, no blood, no whatever, Kaluna, no offense, I don't know if you bleed blood. <laughs> None of that. So she's going to come over and sit down next to Merrick and put her arm around his shoulder, like, very slowly. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, when Una comes back with the um, uh, armor, she'll just kind of, like, put it down next to him. Um, she's like, don't worry, okay? We're going to get you cured. This is the last time. This is the last fucking time. I think at that, Merrick's face would go from being basically soft and and hurt to... I, I think it would be inspiring. Just in that moment, that was exactly what he needed to hear. And his face would just get, like, solid and, and you know, like, steel-eyed and... You know, kind of like staring off into space, but kind of nodding, like, "Yeah, no, you're right, you're right." Um, I mean, he he would be acknowledging, of course, Jedzia and 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 everything as well for for being kind. But I think he would just start to grab the armor, but not with very much modesty. Like, it, with the, I don't think the shame would be there anymore. I think he'd be like, "Okay, that's it. That's enough." And, and I mean, you're with a lesbian, a couple, and a tree. Like, yeah. Jadzia's immediately like, oh shit. She just like turns her head away and covers Yeah, her I was going to say, even so Valis she's... would be like, hey, okay. Just like look away for just a second. I just mean he has over He's not going to be concerned about, um, he's going to be like, okay, you know what? All these people just kind of in their own little tiny way just showed me that they actually care and they're my friends. And you know what? He's going to sort of do the, you know, stiff upper lip type, <clears throat> you know, like, all right, compose myself. All right, get the armor and just start putting things back on, and and just try to to regain composure and confidence. I mean, it's it's clear that he's it's a veneer, but there you go. Okay, cool. Um, I'm surprised at how well he recovered. Um, so Una will just kind of like nod, like, "All right, okay." Um, Jadzia, those books about werewolf stuff. Can you find them when the paladins bring them? Um, Jadzia will just nod, like, if they... And then she's going to kind of get a little bit bitter, if, like, if there's in one piece. Uh, Merrick would, would, at that, look at Jadzia, too, and, and kind of nod. I mean, again, he's he's trying to sort of fake it till he makes it, <laughs> like, for a moment. Um, but he, he, would, he would say to Jadzia, I... I need your help. Desperately. That can't happen again. I can't be that monster. If there was a cure, Darmok had access to it, I'm sure of it. He would have kept it in one of his notebooks. We'll find it. Just tell me what I need to do. I, um, I think he would turn to Kaluna as well and say, w- Would you have killed me? 
if I had tried to get past you? Kaluna is going to, um, they're just sort of awkwardly standing there, and they're clearly trying to play off what they're doing is crossing their arms, but they're, um, they're more hugging themselves instead, and sort of, um, their, like, leaves are rustling because they're shaking, and they're going to look at Merrick and just give him a nod. He's going to put his hand on, on their shoulder and just stare at Kaluna for a, a few moments. And then he's going to whip his head over to Valis and say, do you mind if she keeps the dagger? He's, he's going to hold his hand up and just like, no, not at all. That's, that's fine. He wasn't even going to ask for it back. Uh, I mean, I, at this point, Merrick, Merrick can, I think he realizes that he can, he can trust Kaluna to do what he wanted Valis to do. Um, if need be. So I think that that's the moment <laughs> that he's having. Um, but that's basically it. I think, I think he's going to try to shake it off. He, he's, he's desperately needing help. And I think he realizes everybody's w- willing to help. He just doesn't know where to move forward or how to move forward. Uh, Valis would actually, would actually speak up. I imagine there's kind of a tense silence in the, in the hallway here. Um, Merrick's dressed by now, right? Oh yeah, I mean, this was all okay. sort of. I right. imagine this was a very awkward silence. And Merrick's kind of composing himself, and then everybody's kind of standing around, not knowing exactly what to do. And there's Merrick's got a lot of shame, and everybody else is a little bit weirded out. And and then finally, yeah, you know, after after he's all dressed and composed and everything, do you actually think that there's a cure for this? Honestly, no. The only cure I've ever been able to think about for this is death, as of you. But if anybody can find something, it would be her. And he'll nod to Jadzia. Can I do an Arcana check just to see if I know if there is a cure? Because it's a curse. There's got to be a cure. Um, Not favor. like the cure, but like... Do right. I know oh, yeah. No, I know. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Either that or history. Uh, my Arcana is plus 17, so I'm just going to... I figured you were rolling Arcana. <laughs> 26. It seems to Jadzia that there'd be that, that there's something she she heard maybe something tangentially related to it, mm-hmm. uh, just just uh, lycanthropy in general. But it was probably just something she saw skimming for something else. Like she has po- probably poured through a majority of those books, at the very least, when looking for the demon that she was after, or you know, I mean, just just cursory knowledge of Darmok's. Uh, Darmok spells and inner workings and such. Okay, then Jadzia will just nod and be like, if it exists, there's a cure. Kind of fucked up thinking, but you know, <laughs> she just wants to be helpful. You don't want to say to the person, like, well, you're on the brink? Probably not, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at about this point, everyone's going to hear a knock come from the front door. Kaluna will jump. Una will go to answer the door. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> uh, on the other side of this door, Julie's going to be standing there with two paladins. Each one of these paladins are both holding a large stack of books, uh, and there is a chest behind them uh, with more books. She's Julie's going to expect Una to answer the door, but even still, there's you could see her kind of stiffen a bit. I wanted to make sure that 
they all got here intact. Oh, I'm so angry at her. Um, uh, Una will like call over her shoulder and say, Jadzia, your books are here. Um, and then she'll snap her face back to Julie's and she say, how thoughtful of you to make sure the looted fucking possessions come back okay. Come on in, we need to talk. Um, Jadzia's gonna come like right down the hallway, like lifting up her skirts. Whee! Um, <laughs> at a cursory glance, are they like how much survived? Like, can I, what should I roll to figure out? Do me a favor, roll perception. Uh, 13. 13. Wow. You have the same perception as Valis. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we are not a perceptive couple. <laughs> we only have eyes for each other. I was going to say oh, the same oh, thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't even proud of that one. That was gross. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um, at a glance... Uh, they look to be intact. No tattered pages. No, they're not burned or, or, or scarred in any way. They look to be in the same condition as when they left. Like, what percentage? Are, is this all of them? Is it for real, like, all the books that were there? Because it was a big library, and I don't imagine they're all It was a big a library. Um, the, uh, no, see, what they did was they destroyed a lot of... <laughs> The destroyed books was more to send a message. A lot of the a lot of the ones that were destroyed were um, something you could get another copy of. Darmok's personal works, Darmok's journals, uh, anything related to blood magic, anything that could be used um, for evil, let's say, was confiscated, uh, not destroyed. Okay, so when Jadzia realizes that, like with her great perception of thirteen, um, she's gonna kind of smile and just put her hands on one of the stacks of books they're holding and go very genuinely. Thank you so much. Um, and then she's going to look up at Julie and like kind of knock on her own head. And she's going to be like, sorry about <laughs> tap her head twice. She's, uh, she's just gonna, just gonna nod, just kind of like, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. She's going to look at both of these paladins, take the books into the library and unless the party stops them, they're going to walk further into the house and uh, start to put these books back. Go right ahead. Fix the fucking shelves while you're at it. <laughs> they will, actually. They're not just going to stack them into light, but they're going to start to fix the mess. Like this, You can tell that there was a conversation that took place before they got there. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> like kicking the dirt, looking at their shoes. Yeah. Shucks. That was our tennis ball that went through your window. <laughs> <laughs> that was our fists that went through your windows. <laughs> so, is uh, is Merrick's up there, right? Like, there's no reason he needed to stay behind. No. Came up. Um, he's hanging back a little bit, but he's gonna he's gonna watch them walk by him, kind of like just stare at them, not not menacingly, but just just stare at them, and then he's gonna look at everybody and say, uh, "I'm gonna try to find a way to make tea." Jason, is there any way? I know the kitchen was sort of ransacked. Is there any way that he would be able to? They didn't to take put the tea bags and stuff. Yeah, they didn't take. Yeah, that you. There's some it, way to again, make fire and water and. Absolutely, there's totally. Yeah, they didn't. Again, it was more to send a message. It was more just like break some shit, like throw. You know, it was more. Yeah. You fucked with the wrong person, that kind of thing, and it was pure impotent rage is the reason it happened. 
Okay. So Merrick's going to announce that he's going to try to, to drum up some tea. Um, if, if you'd like to invite Julian. Kaluna would follow him and definitely just stare Julie down just and sort of walk like a, like a cat. You know how they get like all grumpy and they walk all stiff and stuff and they move too <laughs> slow. Merrick's going to walk behind Kaluna and, and pick off a few leaves of stuff because <laughs> he's trying to, to come up with something to make for tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Una will like like open the door and kind of like gesture for, for Julie to come into the parlor? Yeah, it's like a big living room type of area. Yeah, okay. She's really stiff. Like you can t- she's half expecting a fight. Because that's happened a couple of times now when when you guys have tried to talk. Uh, but after the after the dragon thing, she at least kind of feels like there's an understanding enough that you could start a conversation. But yeah, very very stiff. Uh, but she'll she'll step in and uh, close the door behind her. I guess Una will lead her to a couch or something. Just um, say, okay, fucking just- relax. First thing. I've already trounced you twice. We're not going to bother with that bullshit again. This is talking, okay? She's going to stiffen immediately. You trounced me with your party's help. <laughs> I don't bite. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to roll her eyes like she didn't give a shit. Um, she's like, trounced nonetheless. Sit down, okay? Calm down. She's going to, again, just... She wants to, like, you can tell there's equal effort on her side not to continue that line of thought. Uh, but she will, she will sort of loosen up after a second and sit down very slowly, kind of stiff still, but yeah, she's going to sit down. Is there a place where Jadzia can kind of lean against a wall and hear what's happening in the library while also being a part of this conversation? Um, the way the, the way the house is set up, there's a, there's a, there's kind of a hallway in between the, uh, in between the living room area and, uh, the library itself. So you could sort of chill out in between, or you can just try to listen really intently from the library. I'll, I'll be in like the in-between place so okay. that, cause, uh, library is probably going to be okay. I'm not so sure about Una and Julie being in the same room. <laughs> Well, listen, as soon as Merrick has some tea ready, he's coming right back out. Phallus hmm. would probably hang out in that room. <laughs> I don't think he would leave. Nothing with these two the previous track record indicates that this is going to go anywhere but a fist fight. <laughs> I, I swear I'll play nice, guys. I swear. Okay. Una's None of us like... believe you. <laughs> so, you know, no one believes you. I believe you think that. <laughs> There, that, 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 that's all you need to believe. Believe that I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> um, as just kind of like sit square in front of Julie, um, like really casually seated. Like she's not like sitting up or like hell straight or anything like that. She's just kind of like elbows on 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 knees, just kind of like staring into Julie's eyes very intently. Um, and she'll say, "Okay, look, you're smart-ish." You're brave-ish. And you're stubborn as fuck. All of those I can appreciate. You're a great person to delegate to, but you're a bad leader. 
You have to have realized that by now. Every time you say ish, um, she is going to reflexively tense just, just a bit. You can kind of see her grinding her teeth a little. And then the insinuate, not even the insinuation, you're flat out telling her she's a bad leader. Uh, again, very, very, very tight. Um, okay. Uh, she's not saying anything, so we'll just keep talking. Is she going to say something? It's it's taking her a bit. Like you could tell, she's 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 doing a thing where you count to ten, kind of in your head, and and all right. Firstly, you have to appreciate the situation I've been put in. Craig is gone, and we were missing many paladins. Then I had to deal with you. You were pretty much the spokesperson for the temple, and then you come back telling everyone Cord doesn't exist. You trash the place and then leave. And on top of that, I have to deal with Seraph and a mayor who is absolutely no good at her job. At the last point, Una's going to like kind of like grin a little bit. Okay, yeah. First, totally agree on that. She needs to be... No. No power for her. No, she can't handle this shit. I realize that I put you in a shitty position. And I'm sorry. But honestly... When I died, I saw nothing. And I realize that you have issues with that. But for me, I know I was brave enough to earn heaven. I know it. If it existed, I would have gone there. So it was kind of a shock coming back when that's all I saw. I'm sorry about trashing the temple. I'm sorry about making a show of it. Couldn't really help myself. Seraph is my father, if you hadn't figured that out by threatening you and me using my mother's leverage. But I can't control him, and he needs to be dealt with. But not by you. You can't continue to lead the way you have. That's where you and I disagree. I wanted to talk to you about that, too. How long have you known that he was your father? Is everyone just watching this happen? <laughs> Yeah. Alice is, definitely. Yeah. Okay. He's not saying shit. This um, is better than soaps. <laughs> Please chime in. Please, if, if anything if anything interesting catches your, your opinions or something. Cool. These um, are my stories. These are like my stories. <laughs> um, uh, in a couple more seconds, I would say that uh, Merrick would be back with T. Is there any... I know this is a ridiculous question. Is there any possible way that he could scrounge up anything else that would that would... Like crackers or any oh, there's food. Dry- oh, there is food. They didn't oh, take your they, food. Oh, I thought they kind of they, just trashed everything. It's more like throwing the pots and pans oh, around okay. and just like every room. Like it's more to, to well, demoralize. It's also been a while since we've been there too. So I don't know. If, yeah. But just well, some perishable we- foods. Like, okay, it's not like there's a lot of bread products there because that wouldn't keep very well. But I mean, like there's, you know. Something like, dried, dried nuts and I mean, yeah. dried fruits and nuts and things like that. Meats and stuff like that. Yeah. Great. Well, whatever he can put together that sort of seems like a, a nice platter like a cheese plate of some sort America's um, so cute and yeah, and bring the, up the place some... used to be stocked a little more like jeffrey used to kind of oh totally yeah whatever would be the the poor man's version of that right um, no he's gonna he'll he'll sort of come in and and like he's wait staff and just sort of serve the tea and put the stuff down and and make sure that everybody you know he gestures towards it, like please help yourself to it to very very sweetly to julie as well because he probably owes her a slight apology 
for maybe wolfing out in front of her after shackling her. She is very intensely staring at Una, uh, but she's going to side-eye Merrick for just a second and, and, and nod toward him like, thanks. Una would obviously follow him out and just, again, just stare Julie down. Like, they don't know what she's going to do and they're scared. Merrick will try to reassure Kaluna just with a whatever he can do, just a, a hand on the on the back or something like that. But he's going to try to sit down and and while not getting in the middle of the conversation, he's going to be part of it or part of the of the deal, if possible. Good, thank God. Um, uh, so Una's going to like not answer Julie's question instantly. Um, just kind of she's going to sit down. She's going to pour tea for everyone. Um. And then she'll look up at Julie with like the, the steaming cup, mug, teacup. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, how fancy this is. Steaming oh, it's, receptacle it's of beverage. Yeah. <laughs> um, steaming teacup then. Um, and just kind of look over it and say, I've guessed he was my father for a couple weeks. I've known solidly for maybe a few days. I'll make a deal with you. You tell me everything that you know about him and your relationship with him, and I'll tell you something that I've only told Craig before. That seems like a pretty shitty deal. It ties in directly with Seraph. Una's going to look over at Merrick like, should I even be buying this shit? Not not say that, but give him that look. Right. Uh, Merrick, I don't know how to... <laughs> there is a look for this, I just don't know quite what it is, but the look is sort of like... I don't know. I mean, what's the harm? And I, I think, I don't know if Merrick should say anything out loud. Yeah, no, Merrick will say, we can't trust him anyway, Una. It's not like, it's not like we have anything to protect him from. He's can protect himself. Um, Una will, it's, it's, it, like, I think her reluctance stems more from, she doesn't want to tell Julie anything personal about her because then it's something you can use, you know? Less than like she she cares what happens to Seraph, right? Um, but she look over at Julie and say, "Okay, you first. She's gonna give a half smile, like, "Of course, me first. Like she she didn't think you'd actually, you know, start off. You're not much of a sharer. You don't come off like that. <laughs> Shocker. You're gonna see her visibly straighten up and 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 tense a bit. I came to the temple when I was 17. Seraph and my mother were close years ago. It didn't last, but she was a bounty hunter in Whitehedge, and they were mutually friendly, at least when Seraph needed help tracking someone down. Seraph and... His sister worked together before they were affiliated with the house in Brightport. One day, my mother decided that she was going to try and take Winya in. And then she's going to pause for a second. That was Seraph's sister. There was quite a large bounty on her head. And to be honest, we could have used the money. She, of course, fought back and tried to kill my mother. And my mother was able to 
get to her blade first. Seraph and her had a falling out after that. We took off for Esterholt, and Seraph followed us. He ended up murdering her before we got here. I managed to get away and get to the temple. Her and Craig knew each other, and that was where we were supposed to hide. I've lived there ever since. That's the reason Seraph is here, and he's not going to stop until one of us is dead. I don't intend on that being me. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. I'm kind of astonished you didn't notice the similarities in your personalities before now. I mean, I did, but I thought it was just kind of like a paladin thing, you know? (laughs) I can't wait for Kevin. Have you noticed any other paladin act like that? Wait, who's... She's... She came to the temple when she was seven. Who's older? She's older. She's older, okay. Dad liked my mom better. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He didn't kill her. (laughs) Dude, if he wants to kill his own child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really, the the standard is not set very high. So, okay, so... I think think Merrick would just be staring at Una like, huh, huh. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Huh. Interesting. That is very interesting. From that vibe, Jason, could could, it, it... like, I got the vibe when you were talking. Would Una have gotten the vibe that it's like, oh, this is probably my sister? Can I oh, yeah. roll like, an insight okay. check? I don't have to roll insight or anything like that. You I think I, I think Una would have a pretty good idea. The way she danced around it, the way they, they were, we were close, that kind of thing. That, that, but didn't come right out and say it because I don't think she's necessarily proud of it. For one, because it's Seraph, and two, because you. Mm, okay. Uh, um, I could let's see if Valis picks up on this. This is just the worst. See if Josio picks up on it. Go right ahead. Wait, so do we all have to roll insight now? You don't, but no. the rest of the party would. Sure. <laughs> That's just a fucking clue. Oh my god! I I'm really worried about my books. I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Merrick. Yeah, Merrick's like he knows exactly what position they were in whenever she was conceived. <laughs> <laughs> It's very, very... Holy cool. shit! Valus rolled a 27. Holy shit! Look at Yay, you guys! <laughs> hey, Kuna 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 we match! Yay! <laughs> so, Merrick, Valus, and Una would pick up that there, there's a very strong possibility that Una, Seraph, and Julie are related. Hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ, Seraph does not wrap it. Well, they were years apart. Ah, uh, true, yeah. Um, how old is Julie? Um, Julie's 29. Okay, so she's like four years apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck. If there's, some, there's some weird taboo about killing your, your siblings, so... That's unfortunate. Glancing around the room, Uda will kind of, like, look at everyone just to see who picked up on this. Um, and just kind of meet Merrick and Valis' eyes, like... Fuck. Um... And then she'll look back to Julian and just, like, let out, like, just the most exasperated sigh. Just like, Okay. So you had a role in killing his sister, and for that, he wants to kill one of his children. 
my mother had a role in killing his sister. Again, I can't really describe to you how tight things were financially. We didn't have a lot of choice and I'm not judging I'm not judging you. Okay? I don't care what situation you were in when you had to make that happen. It's fine. This does mean we have to deal with Seraph, and it's not going to be pleasant. I'm not going to turn you over to get him off my back. As much as I'm I wish I could. Let you turn me over. I could. I could have it. Again, still very, <laughs> very just. just she, every once in a while, she just like, <clears throat> and just, just kind of like, kind of roll her shoulders a bit and 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 recompose herself because she's trying so hard to be diplomatic in this situation. Fuck, so, what do we do, guys? Well, and I was going to say, Merrick's going to... So what do you... Julie, what do you want? What do you want to do here? Do you want to have Seraph all to yourself? Do you... Are you here looking for help? Firstly, and she's going to look right at Una. Let's stick to the bargain and you tell me everything you know about him. Okay, I mean, I guess she... She spilled the beans, I will too. Um, Una's going to roll her eyes like, fucking hell. Okay. Um, I know he and my mother were very involved for quite a while. Um, seems like they are pretty serious. He was climbing the ranks in Silverclaw. When she got pregnant, she didn't want to deal with that crazy assassin bullshit. So she made him leave. Uh, apparently he still cares about her a great deal. She's dead. Um, he worked for Silverclaw and then staged some sort of coup where he brought a lot of the initiates to Esterholt to set up his weird little cult here. Uh, we met him briefly when he threatened us and apparently recruited one of our party members to join Silverclaw. Kind of. He says he's a representative for them still, but he's not. They want his head. We were actually sent here to kill him, but I decided maybe not. Um, now it's her turn to let out an exasperated sigh. All right. So that is your actual father. So that's going to complicate things. It's very rude of you, Una. Oh, pardon me for having a biological fucking parent. I know I seem like the fucking demigod spawn of Cord, but not. She didn't say that. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. <laughs> that would cause some fucking tension. Merrick, Merrick chokes on his tea. <laughs> Spits it out. Look. I don't know if you really have more than a morbid fascination with being related to him. I don't care. He's my father, too, and I feel nothing for him. The man killed my mother and stole our life away. And I rebuilt in a completely new city, and he's taking that, too. And I am not going to watch this city slide any further than it already has. I will kill that man. Una's gonna, like, when she says, I'm not gonna let the city slide... And he's just going to, like, sit up and plop her fucking tea down on the little saucer. Like, still holding it very delicately, of course. Um, 
but angrily. Um, and just lean and say, slide? You are the one who fucking pushed it down. You're the one pulling the fucking paladins around the city like a goddamn gang, looting houses for weird personal vendettas that have nothing to do with the actual temple. We looted your house, and that's after you assaulted me and left the city with two weapons of cord that you have no right to have. And by the way, thanks for calling in the dragons. Can, can Jadzia come in real quick? Yeah. Uh, Jadzia would walk in and say, no, you looted my house. And she's going to glare at both of you, like, both of you calm the fuck down. <laughs> can I write a clumsy check for that one? <laughs> Um, do so, please, yes. I kind of want it to be a moment of, like, Mama's home. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up, because you were both getting out of control. It's but my policy's like... plus seven, so we'll see. Yeah, it, feel, it feels a little bit you like Tessia You because I'm near you. You get plus one, I think. Okay. <laughs> I get a plus one against you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I rolled on the table, and it was 18. <laughs> and then I rolled on the fucking thing, and it was one. Okay. Um, so I guess that really wouldn't. I don't. I don't know I if that would. I shouldn't have insisted. I should roll. I should have just walked in. Um, it's an excellent point. Hold on, it's an excellent point. But okay, in terms of a diplomacy check, I don't feel like that's going to resolve any of Julie's anger. But at the same time, she is not angry at Jadzia. She would. That's kind of my point. Is like no, right. it's my house. Right, and that's. I think she would still keep her tone of voice, just still angry. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's not like your group left us a lot of choice. I don't Look. understand that. <laughs> that doesn't you, make any sense. That doesn't sense. make any sense, yeah. <laughs> it simply doesn't make any sense. Are you bringing that up to her? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. What choice was it to, to, to show these the, the new young recruits, the new young paladins, that that pettiness and and whatever vendetta you have or just revenge that you could just come into whoever house whosever house you want to and loot it i'm not saying that that una didn't trash something or that that everybody everybody here's a saint that's not the, the that's not in question but the pettiness is that courageous is that what you're teaching i tried to talk to her I let it slide, the fact that her friend threatened to murder me unless I brought her back. I tried to forget her assault on the temple and her destruction of everything in it. And I tried to let it slide that she assaulted me in front of my men. But keeping those weapons is a direct affront to the temple and everything we stand for. And you know that. I was devoted to Cord more than anyone I have ever met in my life. Possibly even Craig. Although he and Cord were basically the same person, so I can't really argue with that. But I was the most strong in my belief. The most intense. And although I no longer have that belief... I still understand the fundamental tenets of our fucking religion. There is no one currently alive whom I have met who is worthy to have these weapons. I'm not saying I am, but there is nobody else. If you had these weapons, I don't know what the fuck would happen. 
take over the city, slaughter people who didn't agree with you. I don't know. But you can't be trusted with them. The mayor can't be trusted with them. Seraph, for God's sake, cannot be trusted with anything. She's going to, she's going to absolutely nod in agreement to the last two. Like, yeah, no, I, you know, God, no. These weapons are not meant to be locked up in the temple safe, hidden away or under glass for people to worship. That's not how they were meant to be. That's not how they were built to, to act. They have to be out in the world. So they are. And until I can find somebody who I think is worthy to wield these weapons, I can't turn them over. Also, the hammer is really fucking cool, and I kick ass with it. Miracle nod, like, hardcore. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's going to give a... <laughs> Uh, she's going to give a tiny little smile at that last line. Please understand, I'm not asking for them because I want to wield one. And you have to understand how it looks when you're palling around with Seraph. I was more than a little worried that he would end up with one of those weapons. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Definitely not a sharpest Seraph. But I'm not that fucking dumb. All right. Firstly... And she's going to look over to Jadzia. I apologize about your house. We're going to fix the damage and restore it to what it was. Secondly, I'm willing to table the weapon discussion for now. But we need to do something about Seraph. Jadzia is going to nod and think. I do not have any good feelings regarding this house, but if the knowledge that that man collected can save people, and she's going to kind of look over at Merrick, like, fucking obviously, then that's what it should be used for. That was all I was angry about. We're good. She would kind of give, like, a little solemn nod over to Jetsy. It's like, okay, because it was, you could tell it was kind of bothering her. Una will look back at Julie um, and just take a deep breath like, oh, God, this is going to be a pain in the ass. But you're right. We have to deal with him. You come with me and with the group and we'll, we'll go talk to him. We'll try and figure something out. Don't bring your paladins. Your paladins. <laughs> do you do that? Do you? Quietly under my breath, but definitely so she can hear a little bit. Oh, I don't want to derail negotiations because you're making progress, but yeah, that, okay. <clears throat> this wouldn't be an exchange without a little bit of fist fighting. Come on. Right. Hey Miracle guys, don't worry, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I told you. I'm being so no, dramatic. You, did. you didn't try at all. <laughs> I did. Merrick had to tell me not to bite. Merrick's going to, Merrick's going to, Merrick's going to intervene and, uh, uh, and just quickly see if Julie needs more tea. Um, she's gonna. She's still glaring at Una. She's gonna hold her hand up. No thanks. Um, she's gonna stand up and uh, again roll her shoulders. Again, just kind of trying to compose herself. I'm gonna have a few of my men come to the mansion and start to repair some of the damage. The rest of them are going to be out in the city, helping out where they can. I hope you noticed that none of Seraph's men were present in the fight with the dragons. 
I'm not surprised that thieves and assassins don't want to face down against dragons. Uh, obviously not. That's... Though they had no problem intervening when you and I were fighting. The dragons weren't really Seraph's problem. I'm pretty sure he came along to fight them because I wanted him to. He would have killed you so many times. Don't forget that I saved your fucking life. You don't think he's tried before? He would have succeeded this time. We wouldn't have been in that situation if we weren't fighting the dragons to begin with. The ones you called into the city. I'll remind you. I didn't know they were fucking out there. I thought we were calling our giant frost dragon. She's gonna she's gonna get ready and raise her voice again and then just visibly just All right. Let's table that for later too. There's no reason fucking discussing it. Who <laughs> is like really upset? <laughs> like, this isn't my fucking fault. I didn't know. Mer- Merrick's gonna just just to try to 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 I don't know. Be a voice of reason for a moment to try to give Una uh, something else to focus on for a second. He's just gonna look at both of them. Like, listen, Seraph is an opportunist. If it weren't the dragons, it would have been something else. Okay. Um, Julie's gonna speak up. But it was the dragons. Let's not glaze over that. And it's not like Una doesn't have a history of charging into things before understanding what's going on. What did I charge into? It's not like I saw a cloud of dragons up there and was like, oh, I want those down fucking here. Oh, I don't know. Let's talk about Strahd. That was different. That was a legendary dragon. You would have done that if you had balls. Can Merrick... Okay, now she's gonna... <laughs> oh, God. Merrick's gonna she's scream gonna... something whenever you let him... Okay. Um, she is going to take a step forward and get nose to nose with Una. How tall is she? Um, you are slightly taller yes. than her. There is a thin line between courage and absolute stupidity. And again, I'll remind you that leading Strahd away from the city was the plan. Following him and fighting him was not. You led Craig and those men to their death. You got to come back, and they didn't. Never forget that. Oh, man. I don't want to have to kill my sister. Jesus Christ, come on. Just all I need, all I need is for Merrick to be... Go ahead, Merrick. He's going to walk up. I know they're nose-to-nose. He's a good bit shorter than both of them, I think. He's going to basically be in a little triangle with them. He's going to get as close to to them as they are to each other, even though they're facing each other. And he's going to, it's going to be like one of those, it would be a scream, but it's kind of like gritted teeth. And he's going to say as loudly as he can with his gritted teeth, this is stressing me out. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good one. That's fucking good. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check, add a plus two to that, because there is clear and present evidence. (laughs) Well, actually, you know what? If you want to roll and intimidate. Whichever one's Uh, higher, Jasper. No, it's, it's, he's trying to help them. Yeah, he's he's legitimately getting stressed. Okay. So this is, this is diplomacy for him. He's not trying to piss anybody off. That's what I figured, but I, 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 okay, I'm going to roll diplomacy. Be intimidating. Here we go. Nice. Oh yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, and he's not going to um, move. Yeah, Julie's still going to be staring at Una, but, uh, but not. She's not going to continue to yell. Um, Una will look down at Merrick, like genuinely concerned, like, "Ooh, ooh, buddy, like, no, 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 don't, no more wolf." 
Um, and she'll just kind of like put a hand on his shoulder, just like kind of like gently like rub his shoulder a little bit, <laughs> um, and just say, "Okay, okay, okay, I'm gonna fucking kill her." But that's okay. He's just gonna stare at Una in her face, like, like, don't do it. Uh, she's she's backing look- down, like she's she's backing away. And he's and he's doing the same thing to Julie too, like, enough. And John is in the background, just looking as proud as she can. <laughs> Because that was beautiful. Julie is going to... (laughs) She's going to lower her voice and kind of lean into Una. You are going to do something about the werewolf thing, right? Yeah, we're working on that. Kind of rude that you asked me, but all right. Would Kaluna have heard that? (laughs) Um, roll a perception. I'm good at that. We kind of needed those books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would have been dealt with a lot sooner if she hadn't fucking looted the place. Twenty? Um, no, not that time. Not not with a twenty. You know what? You know what? It's fine. They're stressed out. They're not paying attention. <laughs> should we? Should we? Like, wait till tomorrow? I'm not sure if we want to give him that time. Like, he yeah. could. He's an assassin. Like, they do shit at night a lot. Yeah. If it does get messy, we're gonna need all the fucking power we can get, though, you know? Because mm. he's hard to take down. Like, you, you see him fucking slob those dragons? Yeah. That's the problem. That's a... That is a double-edged sword. That is a great power to have on your side, not such a good one to have against you. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that he would like, assassinate... Just If we have maybe Julie stay here, or maybe we'll go to an inn, or... Is this place livable? Like, can we stay here for a night? Oh, yeah, it's still, yeah. Okay, so maybe... Like, they didn't, like, gouge the beds and shit. Like, they just, you know... So maybe if we, like, protect her? I mean, the temple is... The temple is probably... I mean, she's she's been there for a long time, and Seraph has, has had a lot of opportunity, and the temple is probably a pretty safe place for her. Actually, probably safer than the mansion. It's not like... I mean, this isn't the middle of the night, and we need to sneak her off to somewhere or anything like that. It's just more like... I don't know. Seems like the temple might be the, just the best place for her. Okay, I mean, like, I'm a little nervous about sending her off. Not that, like, I personally care, really, but although she's not that valuable to us, really. You're thinking it'd be convenient if you did kill her, aren't you? That's what you're thinking right now, you evil cunt. <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and make it happen. I hear it in your voice, like... Well, you know, it wouldn't be that bad. It's just one one less, like, blood pool that I have to mop up I myself. <laughs> she's she's a paladin of cord. She was formable against Una. I'm sure she'll be fine on her own. And uh, okay. presumably it's in the middle of the day, right? Like, it's, it's light outside. Yeah. Also, her and Seraph have been in the same town for a while. Yeah. Let's just send her back then. Fuck it. So... He's had opportunities, and he has minions who could have taken care of it, too. He's looking for a way to do this that makes sense for him, I guess. I, I don't know. But it's not like she needs super protection all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. Um, and honestly, he could have killed her He could have killed her uh, just a little while ago. He could have done it. That's true. I don't know why the fuck he didn't, but whatever. Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, stop making noises, you fucking cunt. Okay. Um, maybe I should mute it for that. Whatever. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> evil one. You just said it would be okay if this woman died, but that's okay. I'm the evil one. You are. <laughs> Una will just look over at Julie and she say, 
All right. We'll go deal with this. Go back to the temple. We'll meet you there in the morning. All right. Uh, she's going to she's gonna straighten up and, and get ready and, and take off. She's going to tell her men uh, to stay behind and, and start repairing things, and she'll be sending some more uh, shortly. Partly because she wants to make sure that nothing happens to the party in the middle of the night. Um, and uh, she's going to she's gonna get ready and take off. Uh, Kaluna, Kaluna needs to talk to Merrick. Okay. Oh, dude, so... this is going to be gross. <laughs> okay, so later this evening... Actually, you know what? Phallus might want to... Okay, so go ahead. Later this evening, uh, the group is... The, the house is starting to, to get back together. The paladins are the paladins are picking stuff up, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of wandering the halls, making sure everything is kind of straight, like straightening up tables and not much they can do about that basement door. But they can pick up all the books and, and all that stuff. So the house is looking at least cleaner. That's good news. Sweet. Um, so we talked about this briefly, but in this time, do you guys want to be going through the books and looking for werewolf stuff? Because Jadzia previously has done research, but I feel like we should help her. Kaluna can't, so... <laughs> That's true. Oh. Damn. Um, I'll I mean, be I doing think, it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, Merrick kind would... Of my territory. Yeah, definitely. Merrick would ask if, if there's anything that... Basically, he's just looking for any... Anything that he can do to help? Like, Jadzia, just tell me what to do. Do I need to skim through books, or do you want me to leave you alone? Or, I don't know. I don't know how to help. I can make you tea. Jadzia would accept the tea, but then be like, it's cool. I got it. You go ahead. Okay. Yeah, he, he would hover and slightly dote because he, he knows how much everybody's trying to help him. This isn't something that he's used to doing. I mean, don't forget, he hasn't really had friends for well over a decade intentionally because he didn't want to put anybody in, into a bad position. So he's kind of humbled and ashamed and doesn't feel very good about the fact that he is kind of having to rely on everybody else because he doesn't know what else to do. So it's, it's really, it's a tough position for him emotionally. Okay. Um, I was say, Una will find, find Merrick at some point, um, and try and try and talk to him, uh, if he's, if he's available. Yeah. I mean, I think he'd be milling around a little bit, just maybe trying to help clean up in the kitchen area or stuff like that. Okay, cool. Um, so Uno was kind of like, I guess like leaning against the counter. Um, and like kind of awkward, like this is a little bit more personal than she's going to want to like, you know, not, not super comfortable with that sort of thing. Um, but she'll say, so we should probably talk about the history of this werewolf stuff. Whatever Merrick's doing, he'll just sort of, you know, put the pot down or whatever he, the, the, the pot. <laughs> Merrick's smoking pretty hardcore. He's got to mellow out. Yeah. His blood really good like, brownies. Nah, man. <laughs> he's making brownies. Um, he'll, you know, he'll, whatever he's, he's dealing with, he'll just sort of put it on the counter and, and, and turn and face her. Like, yeah, I, what, you want to know something from me or? Yeah. Um, how do you get the curse? How what 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 happened in in the forest? Just tell I guess every all, all the information that you have that you know for sure is useful information. I really don't know much. 
and I can tell you what I've told you before, which is I thought for years and years and years that a monitor was making this happen, that he had cursed me to make me this werewolf creature monster that can pop out every once in a while. I thought he was punishing me for something that I had done just because I had hubris because I was not as faithful as I needed to be or that I had not proved myself or whatever it was. I assumed that he was punishing me. He had cursed me. And now I've, after coming back from the high mantle and when I saw you, I told you, I don't think that's what happened at all. I think I've been kind of intentionally not replaying my history, intentionally not wanting to see what I had done. And I, I don't think he had anything to do with it because, number one, I don't think he's even there. But honestly, I, I, I think I had been the werewolf for a lot longer than I realized that I was. And that means that I don't think it was a curse or if it was, it was something that I wasn't familiar with. I don't know anything about that. I just think I was the werewolf a lot longer than I realized or way before I knew it. So I don't know. Was I bitten? Was I poisoned with werewolfism? I don't, I don't know how it would work, but I don't know. I, I don't have any answers. What happened to me in the fire aisles, I realize now is I'm the one who wolfed out. And I'm the one who killed the people that I was close to. And I left that and I blocked it out. And I blamed Monitor for it the whole time. But I don't know how it happened. I wish I knew more. How many people have you killed as a wolf? I can tell you now that I remember what I did in the Fire Isles, we're talking scores, dozens upon dozens upon dozens of people. Do you feel any guilt about that? Do I feel any guilt about that? It's It crushes me. All the day, all days, every day. You do realize it. it shouldn't. I know you can't really help how you feel, but that's not how that works. It's not, it's technically your fault because I guess you were there, but it's like any other wild animal coming in somewhere and killing people it has nothing to do with you. And once this is gone, once we deal with this, you're probably going to have to face that full on. And I want to make sure you're going to be okay with that. Merrick would look down at his hands you know, sort of hold them up a little bit, looking at his hands a little bit, remembering just what happened in the basement. And and I guess he would just nod. I guess he would just... <laughs> this is a time for reflection. He, I don't think he's prepared at all. But he's he's going to have to go through it. So, yeah, and, and that's what he would say. I, I mean, I, I'm not prepared <laughs> for this in any way. But I know that there's the only thing that I can even conceive of doing is making this go away. That won't take care of anything that I've done in the past. 
It won't bring anybody back. It won't make me not responsible for for all the deaths that I've caused. But it will make the thing go away. And I hate that thing more than anything. So I I don't... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that there's absolutely any way that this is going to happen. The only way that I'm ever going to be cured of this is if I throw myself off of a cliff. But if there's a chance, I just want it to be gone. I want to be able to be a real, just a real person. I don't know why you're being so fatalist about this. You're with a group of your best friends. And I call myself that. I would, I would consider us best friends. Who have taken on dragons, hordes of armies, giant, tightness war-forged. We've trekked across the continent multiple times. We have a giant frost dragon that we ride around with. There's no way this is not going to work. If there's any group of people who can make this work, it's us. The lengths we have gone to to protect and help our friends go beyond most things normal people experience in a lifetime. It's going to be fine. We're going to get rid of it. And when we do, I want to make sure that you're prepared to deal with this guilt. Because it's not your fault, and you're going to have to realize that. Merrick's going to nod at, at sort of the truths you're giving him. <laughs> I mean, he, he does appreciate the friends that he has finally. He'll say, listen, I'll make a deal with you. If you can find a way, and I don't think there is one, but if you can find a way to help me with this, then I promise you that I will be prepared when the time comes to deal with it myself. I mean, he's made an agreement. You know, if, if you can help, then he'll he'll prepare himself for it, and, and that's the least he can do. Um, but he's going to say, uh, "Hey, um, thanks for real. I I don't I'm not used to asking people for help." And I appreciate that all of you and you care enough to do it. Also, I'm sorry about your hair. Um, I'm just going to look kind of like slightly disgusted at the, the mushiness that's coming out of Merrick. Um, not like, not like truly like, oh, God, stop. But just kind of like, super uncomfortable here. Um, but then when he apologizes about her hair, she'll like give him a big grin and uh, just kind of run her hand through her mohawk. Um, and say, honestly, I kind of like it, even if my dad thinks it's stupid. Mm, that makes it better. <laughs> That's what dads are for. They're supposed to hate your haircuts. Um, with that in mind, can I, just for the night before tomorrow, can I borrow your hammer? I have something I want to do. I promise it'll be in good hands. It's not going anywhere. Um, it'll look kind of like surprised, um, but not, not, not untrustworthy or, um, suspicious or anything like that. So to kind of give him like a a confused look and just say, all right, I trust you. And she'll take it off her and put it on the table and then just kind of like give him like a kind of like side. Like, what are you up to? And, uh, leave the room. Yeah. Fury's going to make kind of a resounding thud. Uh, putting on the table. It's got some heft to it. 
Um, I know Kalina wants to talk to Merrick, but how about we space this out? Uh, let's catch up with Jatsy really quick. Before we do that, I need to roll. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. that was very complicated for a minute there, because it was like, before we do that, let's do this. But right. before we yeah, do okay. that, let's do this. And before that, let's do this. <laughs> uh, let's catch up with Valis and Jatsia. It's beautiful. Uh, so for everyone at home, Jason rolled an 11. Una said, roll for Valis boners. 11. 11 boners. <laughs> that's a lot of boners for that's such a, a short... Like, like, are that's, they stacked? That's... Because I'd be... Like, I can't imagine any of them staying in the proper place unless they were stacked at that point. Well, like, I can okay, imagine I don't four know boners that... sitting where a boner should be. Yeah, but they're that, all over silly. the place, right? Like, all over his body. What? Like, what just comes out of his elbow? Like, Why is this happening? Right, that, that's what I was thinking. Like, he just keeps losing fire? the boner, and then oh, just, okay, yeah, like, like, oh. like, he gets distracted by something. Like, he's flipping through books, he's thinking about Jetsy, and then looks, oh, that's horrific. <laughs> Lost a boner, and then. Okay. Boners. We're back, guys. Um, okay, cool. Bam, bam. Uh, do me a favor. Roll an Arcana check. Okay. Um, let's hope this works out, guys. I want to want to fix Merrick. Twenty-two. Mm. I'll just I'll stay up all night until I figure it out later. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little bit of time has passed. Uh, I would imagine Jatsia got to work pretty much immediately after uh, the library was in a state where she could sit down and start grabbing books and uh, sort of leave through here. She is not finding any information about an actual cure. At least nothing tangible that she could she could point to and say, this is what we need. These are the things we're going to need, and I could do this. What she will find is information about another blood mage. Uh, as you know, <clears throat> uh, Darmok was not the only the only game in town when it came to blood mages. Well, he was literally the only game in Esterholt, but um, there, are, there are others out there that were equally as powerful, uh, if not more so than him. Um, he is going to mention um, someone just outside of Donhurst. Uh, but someone who gets even more mentions than that is a witch that lives in the swamp. There was, if you remember, uh, a ritual that was performed by Darmok on Fee um, that removed the vampirism from Jatsia and sort of exchanged it. Mm-hmm. There is... Uh, there, there's something kind of alluded to in the books that uh, sort of says that there is a similar process that could be done for lycanthropy, uh, but something a bit more final. There's really, it doesn't go into a lot of detail beyond that, but it's kind of hard to follow Darmok's reading because he was so fucked in the head, I want to say. 
um, that his his writing's very scatterbrained, very tough. He would speak in riddles sometimes, or there there's obviously a train of thought that's very hard for a regular sane person to follow. And as he's writing, it's kind of tough. But um, what you're gathering is that that spell might be beyond. It may have been beyond him. Um, but he did surmise that that witch might have been able to pull that off. So I guess I'll take that information and be kind of annoyed that if Darmok couldn't do it, there's probably no way I'm going to be able to do it. But the witch is a good lead, so she'll kind of close the books. Um, how long would it take her to find this information? Like, how late into the night is it? Um, I would say that if you started... Uh, if you started, because it was middle of the day uh, when you when you got started, I, I would say, you know, six, seven hours of solid reading, just leafing through, leafing through. Okay. Um, if you're closing up the books, like, Valus would be stone quiet this entire time because he doesn't want to bother you. The most he would do is go get you some food or drink or something like that, but not say a word. Um, but if you're closing up the books, he would he would kind of clear his throat and just make sure that you're not in the middle of something. She'll look up and give, like, a little half-smile, tuck a hair back, like, almost apologetically, like, she knows it's boring for him, but it's not much she can do about it. And then just nod to, like, yeah, I'm done. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Where exactly does this end? Don't get me wrong. I want to help with this. I feel like we owe it to them. But when can we stop? Um, Judzia's smile is actually going to get a little bit wider because she's been wanting to talk about this for a while, but she didn't want to be the one to broach the subject. And she's going to hold the book that she had been reading up to her chest and um, step a little bit closer. Soon. I... You're right, we owe them this much. They've done so much for us, for me, that I want to make sure that we repay them. I'm also done with this life. I want us to have a life, and we've cheated death enough. This will, this will be the last of it. After, after Merrick is cured, I'll talk to Una and the rest. I didn't want to mention it, but I kept waiting for a clean break. I don't think that's going to happen. It's always something. I I was hoping the same thing. I was hoping that eventually everything would just be finished and we'd be able to say goodbye without feeling this immense guilt, but I guess we're just going to have to face their wrath. And she's going to kind of have a half laugh. Like, she doesn't actually think they're going to be angry. Valus would, Valus would put his hands on her shoulders and, and just kind of pull her close. I take it you found something. Um, Jensia's going to nod and put her hand on top of his. And we're going on another trip. The curse is too much for me to handle, which is saying something, considering... But there are others who might be able to help us. And uh, actually, how much do I know about the witch? Like, can I roll a history check? Roll a history check, yeah. 
Like, about her personality and shit. Mm. Uh, 21. 21. Not a lot is publicized about her personality. It's more the... Um, there's more an air. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when people speak about her, it's usually in hushed tones. It's, uh, it's usually remarking about how, how powerful she supposedly is. There are very few people uh, in Theria who have witnessed anything she's actually done and walked away. Um, so it's, it's, there's this real thick air of mystery about her. What exactly, you know, who exactly she is? Why does she live where she live? Why do people go to her? Now, the fact that she's a really powerful blood mage, uh, does not help with that because blood mages don't have a good rap to begin with. And really powerful ones tend to be either really crazy, uh, or into some really dark stuff. Are there rumors that she's crazy? Crazy is not the word that people use when describing her. Good, because I was thinking Eerily, the one yeah. thing I could use to convince Salas to go is, hey, she's not as crazy as Tarmok. Yeah, it's more eerily calm. Right. I think that she'll be easier to deal with than the blood mages we've met in the past. And after that, then we'll talk to them. And she's going to kind of look up for confirmation, like, if that's okay. If that's what he wants. All right. You should probably tell the others what you found. Isn't it like 2 a.m.? Oh, I don't think anybody's really Fair sleeping. <laughs> how, about we, how about we catch up with Kaluna? <laughs> um, you said Kalina wanted to talk to Merrick? Yeah, but would Merrick want to do his thing first? What thing would that be? The uh, the hammer thing. Oh, the hammer thing. Well, I mean, okay, so what? L- let me get a, a good idea here. What, what, roughly what time is this? Like would, um, this would be a, a little after midnight. Okay. Really. I mean, I think at this point, Merrick would sort of have been retired to the room and and sort of dealing with the thing he wants to deal with, which I haven't explained yet. But, um, I mean, it would be a good enough time for Kaluna to talk to him if that's, if that's what you're talking about. Unless you wanted to do it in a particular place. No. No. It was just timing. I don't want to do this. It's going to be gross and emotional. I don't like it. Oh, I get all your goodbyes and nice stuff out of the way. <laughs> oh my god! Um, should I tell you what Merrick is trying to do in the while this is happening? I imagine, like while there's a conversation going on, um, for, with a hammer. No, what what I want to do is, all right. This is ridiculous, but it's just an idea I had. Here's the deal. So. On, on Cord's Fury, there's a handle, right? Like like a like a grippy leather bound thing to hold on to, right? To hold this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of decorated with jewels and stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. What I would like to be able to do is take the the hair that Merrick kept whenever he cut Una's hair. He kept the bunch of it. He kept like the the he he wrapped it up a little bit and kept it, and not knowing what to do with it. I want him to rewrap the handle tighter, you know, like just sort of like redo the handle a little bit and put her hair and tightly wrap it around into the handle so that it's part of the leather strapping and that it's just part of the grip 
of that handle? Um, we could do that. Sure. I mean, I feel like that would be something with the little knowledge that he has with his breakaway armor and strapping and that kind of thing that, that he would, you know, with, with enough care and attention, he'd be able to do it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay, cool. That's what, so that's what he's going to be sitting there basically doing. It's basically him sitting there sewing or knitting, but that's what, that's the actual action that he's doing is, is with the hammer. While Kaluna, you know, if, if Kaluna starts to talk to him, that's what he'd be up to. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Okay. So, um, Kaluna would probably just be sitting there and just sort of watching Merrick do his thing. Just sort of clearly zoned out. And, um, and just sort of out of the blue, they'd be like, Are you okay? Merrick will, I'm with Kaluna, there's no point in trying to, <laughs> you know, put on airs or anything. I think he would just sort of drop his hands a little bit and drop what he's working on slightly and be like, yes, I mean, I guess. What am I supposed to do? I just have to deal with it, right? Kaluna's going to give him a weak, sort of wobbly smile and they'll say, we're not okay either. And um, they'll sort of pause for a moment, sort of gathering their thoughts. And gross emotional bullshit. Okay. They'll say, <clears throat> when we learned growing up that Wilden are never alone because we always have each other. And when, when you left us back in Fairbay, we were there with, with Valis and, and Jadzia and Fee and Pig. But we, we didn't, we felt like we were all alone. And when we got to Brightport and you weren't there, it was, it hurt. Something, something was missing and we couldn't fix it. And it was wrong. And we were alone. And we don't know if we can do that again, Merrick. Merrick's gonna put down everything that he's he's working with. And he's gonna... Is Kaluna, like, sitting on the floor, kind of? Or, or on, the, on the bed? Yeah, on the floor. On the floor. That's, I figure that's where he was as well, just sort of as a, as a workspace... Um, he's going to sort of, sort of shuffle over and just be right in front of, of Kaluna. Maybe, maybe like knees to knees, you know, like, like a, like <laughs> sitting cross-legged. Um, I, first of all, I shouldn't have done that. Not without letting you know of anyone I guess I, I I have a lot to learn from the Wilden. And it's not it's not just that you never are alone, but that you never should be. It took me a long time to learn that, and I think I'm only learning that now. Now that I've met you and now that we've met 
our new friends. <laughs> so, Kaluna, I'll never leave you again. That's a promise I'll make you right now. How's that? <laughs> um, Kaluna's gonna give him another sort of weak smile, and then they'll sort of they'll drop it again, and they'll say, "We." <laughs> We don't know. We know we're not good at common. You, you know too. And maybe, maybe there's a different word. We know, we know you taught us that this word is used for, for families and for people like Jadzi and Ballas. But we love you, Merrick. And they're gonna hug him. Uh, I'm, I imagine, I don't think after, especially after the day that they've had, I cannot imagine for a second that Merrick's not just gonna sort of burst into tears, like happy, good stuff tears. And, and he'll just hug Kaluna and, 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 and he'll say, I, I love you too. I, I'll never leave. Okay? Okay. Aww. <laughs> that was, was so really good. good. Uh, so Jatia is going to... Uh, are you going to call the rest of the party together and, and, and let everybody know what's going on? Or are you just going to find Merrick? Or how, how would you like to do this? So it is still super late and Jadzia wouldn't want to wake anyone up even if there's a low chance that anyone's actually sleeping. So she'll kind of like sneak around and whoever she finds first, she'll be like, Hey, so whoever would I find first? Uh, I know. I probably didn't do much sleeping. So she's probably just drifting around the house. Like, where is everybody? Give me a favor. Roll a perception check. Yeah. 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 Let's roll a perception check to see what's going on here. This is the middle of the night. Merrick's definitely in the middle. Holy fuck! Okay, um, you're gonna find you're gonna find Una pretty pretty quickly. She's not exactly the quiet type. Uh, you're going to you're gonna you're gonna hear like, walking through the hallway. You're gonna hear uh, Merrick and Kaluna talking. Uh, so you're gonna know that everyone's up. Okay. Well, in that case, what a fucking waste of a crit. God damn. <laughs> you might get another. You don't know. You might have a hot I hand. I crit missed a diplomacy check earlier. That could have really been in handy. Anyway. Anyway. Things worked out? Sure. <laughs> Makes me mad when I waste good points. Um, oh, I know. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so she'll kind of gather everyone together then and be like, okay, team meeting in the... wherever we have team meetings. The parlor. parlor. Parlor? Yeah. Okay, so once everyone's in the room together, she'll, like, set down her book. She's not going to open it, because no point in bothering showing everyone where she found this information. Uh, Merrick? <clears throat> yep. He's, he's definitely, he's visibly nervous. I... Honestly, I don't think that I have enough power to break the curse. But... She's very quickly, but because she doesn't want you to get heartbroken. I do think I know of someone who is. 
Una and I have actually been there before. There's a witch in the swamp who is extremely powerful. If anyone would know how to break this curse, it would be her. So that's where we'll go. And she'll say it like it's the most obvious thing ever. Like, no, no, no objections. Let's go. Una will clap Merrick on the back like, fuck yeah! And then she'll just spit. Um, so she'll clap him on the back like, okay. We're going. After we deal with the Seraph shit, we're going. I think he, he would let out a... It's like he's been holding his breath now for several minutes, probably, and just collapse his body just a little bit like, oh my god, like... You, you actually found something that could help me. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just, I'm grateful for that. Even if it, even if it doesn't work, I'm, you don't know how grateful I am for all, all that you've done. Thank you. Jensie is going to like smile just a little bit and be like, it will work. Merrick we should probably sleep. <laughs> What's that? And then she'll just go, we, sh- we should all probably sleep because no one has yeah should be I can't believe it I assumed it would take days or weeks for you to find something or research or I just I don't know what to say but yeah we need some sleep don't underestimate me (laughs) never 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 (laughs) Um, as Una's leaving the room she's gonna look back at American mouth told you so (laughs) she's gonna stick her tongue out (laughs) Miracle, do the do the across the room head nod. Like, what's up? <laughs> Fuck yeah! So let's pick things up the next day, guys. <clears throat> uh, next day, as the party's getting ready, you're going to hear a knock on the front door, and that would be Julie. And as you requested, she didn't bring any more any more paladins. Uh, it's just her. Is Seraph, what you guys are after right now. Yes. Yeah, he he needs to be confronted. He, he's too much of a a loose cannon for us to be able to allow him to be here. So the party as a whole is going to go find him? Why are you asking these questions? <laughs> I just want to be thorough, is? Yeah, fucking right. Before we do anything... Luna's going to change to the aspect of the ancients because I forgot last time. How does that manifest itself? Uh, like would the party notice like a demeanor oh, change like before? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's both physical and sort of behavioral. So the aspect of the ancients is the original one where uh, Luna's all white and glowy and shit and sort of more calm and collected. As much as Kaluna can be. Just for for uh, curiosity, um, does this happen in front of everyone? Is this the, is this like a, a moment change where it's like whoosh? I I imagine since it has to happen during a rest, it would be sort of like a, a, a like a during like oh, while okay. everyone's sleeping. Gotcha. So you sort the next like, day, it's like you've you've. The aspect has... But is this something like they'll notice like uh, blossoms or something on you or something like physically? No, no, no it's like no, it's just um, each aspect looks different. Like a uh, aspect of the ancients is uh, white leaves and white eyes. Uh, oh. Defender is black eyes and normal leaves, and then uh, the uh, hunter. 
stalker, whatever. Something that has to do with being sneaky is, um, like, camouflage pattern sort of skin, like, dappled with different colors and green eyes. Okay. So it's definitely something the party would notice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Like, wow, Clooney, you look really nice this morning. <laughs> oh, thank you. You look fantastic. Resplendent, even. Did you do your hair differently? <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you noticed. One more thing. Okay. If we're about to take off to go somewhere, um, Merrick's going to leave for a second and come back with Una's hammer. And I imagine you would see that's like, what's that? Um, so Una's going to kind of like look at it and she doesn't immediately recognize it as her hair because, you know, it just looks like her hair is like white silver. So it just kind of looks like a, a ribbon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's kind of like, Hesitate to touch it almost? Like, what if you fucked it up? Um, and just kind of reach out for it tentatively and say, what is that? Um, you remember what I cut off of you, right? Uh, Una's just gonna... Her face is just gonna split into a giant grin. Do you think... You know, if there were cord somewhere out there, do you think he'd mind? Do me a favor, roll perception party, please. Huh. Julie's just losing her <laughs> shit. Hey, 18. It's better than usual. 29. 31. 27. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fucking hell. Good job, Alice. Um, Merrick. Merrick, Kaluna, Una, and Valis are going to notice. Uh, I did so that. much better than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, here's I'll, I'll, I'll describe what everyone's going to see up until a point. Everyone's going to see Julie fold her arms, um, and she's going to start to look impatient. Um, what the rest of the party, except for Jazzy, is going to notice, uh, she is visibly upset that you have decorated this weapon, that you have changed it or altered it in any way, and she is very definitely upset. The more Merrick goes into a, a description about it, it being Una's hair and everything, she is quite visibly upset that it's something personal of Una's that's decorating this weapon. Kaluna will stick their tongue out at her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it white too? (laughs) I I don't know. This is for canon, Kaluna. Yeah. um, I imagine it's more of like an orangey color because their blood is sap and Mm. mouths are red because of blood, so... Well, there you go, guys. That's for posterity. <laughs> it's about that Lots when you said mouths are red because of blood. I just pictured with people with just giant uh, bloody mouths. Uh, <laughs> it's everything. Is it bad that I thought like of a tongue full of like maple syrup? <laughs> you know what's really, really fucked up? Usually, yeah. I dream really like if I have a nightmare, it's really based in reality. Last night at the end of my nightmare, I was eating my own teeth for some reason. Like oh, big bloody oh, mouth. Like it's so fucked that's up. That's really common, apparently. Yeah. That is. It means you feel like you have no control over your life. Oh, okay then. Weird. <laughs> also, if you see a black person in your dreams, it means that you're afraid of theft, according to a 1950s dream book that I have. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and if a Negro shows up in your dreams... If they actually have the word Negro. Jesus Christ! Mm. Okay, so Julie's... Not yeah, Julie's visibly upset. Yeah. Um, Uno will take the... Uh, take the hammer uh, from Merrick, just, like, super happy. You can tell, like, this has really pleased her. Um, 
and she'll like you know sling it on her back and then just wrap him up in a giant hug. <laughs> he's just gonna say while he's being hugged, um, "Let him take it away from you now." She's gonna squeeze him like super tight <laughs> when he says that. He's just gonna beam. He's just beaming. Oh, yes, I'm so happy. <gasps> um, Julie's gonna speak up. So, Seraph. <laughs> uh, Una will look over her shoulder at Julie and just think, we were having a moment. You were. <laughs> Cunt. Fine. I was in character. Fine. I love it. Fine, fine. Uh, Matters at hand. Did Julie snap in a Z formation when she was done? Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's let's head out then. If we can't have nice fucking things. <laughs> that was in character. Do me a favor. Roll a streetwise check. Okay. Uh, Una. <clears throat> Una would sort of know through the grapevine where Seraph is currently. Um, and he is in an abandoned alleyway. Uh, after the destruction the dragons caused, uh, there is sort of a portion of the downtown area carved out. Um, fires spread a bit and, uh, uh, they were put out. Thankfully, uh, not too many people were actually hurt. Uh, the problem was dealt with pretty swiftly, uh, and not too much destruction was caused. Relatively speaking, uh, Seraph is actually holed up in an abandoned alley with some of his men. How would you guys like to approach him? Um, I actually want to be walking next to Julie. So if there is any resemblance between us, um, I know there probably wouldn't be because Una looks mostly like her mom and, and yeah, God knows it's, what it's, Julie looks like. Um, Julie is actually a bit shorter, uh, shorter than Una, uh, much darker hair, like whereas Una's is, you know, bright white, basically, like silvery. Um, hers is darker, like um, she actually takes after her mother. So there's almost no resemblance between the two of them. Okay, fuck that idea then. But you're not, uh, you're not going to be telling him anything he doesn't know in terms of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm sure he, okay. he knows, but it would, I just want to imply that I also know. Uh, well, the fact that you two are walking together, he's going to know something's up. Mm. He might not know exactly what, but he'll know something's up. He could probably put two and two together. Um, okay, then, yeah, I guess we should just approach, like, Openly, like not nobody get your hands in your weapons or anything, right? Oh yeah, I mean this is at at least at first blush, this is a diplomatic conversation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. not going to go well. I mean, we don't certainly. want this to end in a fight. It will, but we don't want it to. Well, we don't know that. There is a reality where this all works out. <laughs> sure, it's the funniest sure. fucking joke I've heard all week. Multiverse theory would... suggests that <laughs> yes, indeed, <laughs> there, is there is a theoretical dimension where none of the shit's fucked up. Yes. All right, then you are going to approach Seraph and his men in this alley alone. Seraph is going to look up from what he's doing. Um, Seraph is going to. Cock his head to the side just, just a little bit when he sees, uh, when he sees the two of you standing together and that, uh, Julie is with the party. <clears throat> but the fact that there are no paladins escorting you 
Uh, he's gonna he's gonna give the slightest of smiles and step forward. Is there something I can do for you? Ah, oh, God. Be gentle. <laughs> um, Uni's gonna like grab Julie's shoulder, um, and kind of like pull her forward a little bit and be like, "Look, Dad, I found my sister." <sighs> Julie is going to visibly tense. Um, and her hand is going to reach for the hilt of her sword, but not draw it. Uh, and she is will locked. clamp her hands down her shoulder, like or her hand, I guess, like squeeze it. Like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, she is locked eyes with Seraph, and Seraph's looking dead at her. So you two have been talking. How delightful. You don't sound so delighted. I'm going to repeat. Is there something I can do for you? Psst, guys, what can he do for us? Leave? We, we want him to leave, right? Like, that's the goal? Yeah, but what's, what's the reason behind that? I mean, what's, I mean it's not going to convince him anyway. But So the reason is, like, we don't... We want the city to be uh, peaceful and, and not crime-ridden. And we don't trust you, and you're terrifying. <laughs> right. And you can teleport and, and shit. your hair's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, the, there's been a lot of shit going down. Uh, the dragons, uh, everything that's gone on, distraught even before that. Mm-hmm. It It's time to rebuild Esterholt. And it's clear that, I mean, even going back to... to um, Shit, I want to say Cedric, but it's not Cedric. Cecil. Cecil, thank you. Because it's funny, because I know somebody named Cedric that I keep calling Cecil. (laughs) (laughs) an entertainer? Um, God damn it. (sighs) Free, just get out. You know what? Just leave. Yep, out. Just leave. He, uh, even going back to that, it's, it's clear that this place needed some cleaning up, and it's also clear that we were tasked, even if even if we don't give a shit about Mayor Keller, we were tasked very early on with trying mm-hmm. to help clean up this city. Okay. And you know what? It We have to at least try to honor that. And that means getting rid of anybody who we feel like is, is going to mess the city up. Right? I mean, that's my that's yeah. my take. I, yeah. I mean, say however you feel like you need no, to. No, yeah, that's the 100%. Yeah. Um, I like it. So Udo will kind of like try and, and, and get... Seraph to like kind of look at her, uh, just kind of like, hey, I'm being completely honest here. This city has had enough shit. The scumbags who ran it before, Mayor Keller's complete incompetence, the decimation of the Temple of Cord, somewhat on my fault there. It's it's too much. We just fought the dragons. Most of the city has been at least somewhat damaged. I know that you want to control the city as your own. But honestly, the city and this group aren't really up for that. Also, you're not exactly trustworthy. Uh, He's going to lean back a little bit. Sort of, you know, sort of relaxed for uh, you guys approaching him and asking him to leave. You kind of have a posse formed up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't you responsible for the dragons in the first place? Look, I'm not saying I didn't fuck up. 
But my fuck-ups are unintentional, okay? I'm not seeking to run this city into some sort of crazy criminal underground, okay? Is that what you think I'm doing here? 90% of the evidence would suggest that, kinda, yeah. Give us a reason to think otherwise. Do you know why I left Brightport? No. It became clear that no matter how high in the ranks I climbed Silverclaw, I would never lead. That was unacceptable. I was never going to get the power I needed to achieve my goal. Brightport is a cesspool. It's poverty-stricken, and what few scraps remain, people fight and kill each other over. Esterholt, on the other hand, enjoys wealth that most of the mainland will never know. Have you noticed how many people like me live here? Drow, tieflings, even dwarves. This city is predominantly human because they have no interest in people like me. I find that to be unfair. Wait, guys, since when is Esther hella racist? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was Overwatch. Wait, what's going on? Is, is like this all racist? It is primarily human. I get that. But I don't think we've, like, we've been walking no, that's around just his perception. and oh, okay. no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's got a, he's got beef with it, but... No offense, Kalina. Poor Ballast. <laughs> he might be trying to pull on our fucking heartstrings, I, too. Yeah, I think he's trying to be like, come on, he's... he's I just want to find hard. someplace I'm accepted. I you know, just want to belong. The only person other than Julie that you're talking to right now that's human is me. And me. Hi. You're human? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who followed the rules when we became Overwatch characters. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> actually, I would say the only the only person who's human in our party is actually Jadzia. Because yeah, that's true. Is, yeah, it's a werewolf. He's half human. Yeah, I'm half human. That's true. Not just so your other half Jason, doesn't. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, but she's the only one that is like purely human. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. 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 That's a good point. Considering that Julie and I are the only humans you're speaking to right now, you're kind of preaching to the wrong choir. Oh, I'm not looking for your acceptance in the matter. This is happening one way or the other. I'm just letting you know what my intentions are. The paladins don't belong in this city. They're going to rule through brute force and courage. And we all saw where that got you. And he's going to look over to Una. This was the paladin city before you got here. They were the only ones doing any good. You came in with your criminals and tried to get rid of the criminals. That's not going to... That's not how this is going to work. You need to leave. If you recall, we were invited. Saying that you were invited by Mayor Keller is probably the lowest possible thing. Being invited by Mayor Keller 
is like having an invitation to a coronation by a 12-year-old beggar. It's a very low bar for an invitation. Let's be honest. I don't want to insult you, but she has absolutely no authority and she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Do me a favor, roll perception check. This is when he poisons all of us from, from, from a distance with his eyes. 18. <clears throat> um, you're going to notice the slightest smile curl up around his lips. That is one thing we do agree on. But it's been taken care of. Oh, fuck. You killed color. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Well, we, we are going to fucking have to deal with that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> One less fucking problem for us to solve. God damn it. We were all worried about Julie getting home safe. Now the only obstacle that stands in my way. And he is going to level his gaze at Julie. And she is going to start, in the same breath, she is going to start to draw her sword. God, what an idiot. Not, not fully, just like, just start to take it, like, just... Uh, and Seraph is going to reach for his dagger, but neither one of them are going to fully draw their weapon. Is you. Um, and the only reason I remembered that is because I want to do this. Um, Jadzia is going to sit, um, a little bit straighter and go, is us. Real quick, can I do a perception check to see if there are any assassins on the roofs? Uh, please do. Yes, the answer is yes. (laughs) Thirty-six. Oh, are birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there are currently within sight five people standing behind Seraph. Those are the only ones that you see in the area. Okay, Kaluna, you see them. Do you think you could get the jump on them and do something like? Aren't they I, the ones? I know that... you have area of effects. She's, she's, talk, she's talking about the ones who are with yeah. Seraph in the alley. Yeah. So there, there aren't they're any not there's hidden yeah, there's, elsewhere. There's uh, none oh. that yeah, none that Kaluna see. Okay, we all with the nineteen six. Right. That's almost a crit. Right. So oh, I didn't see it. So it it stands to reason that there are none hidden. Hmm. Unless they're really good trained assassins or something. Okay. Um I'm like shaking. <laughs> uh Julie's gonna speak up. Look, we both know that you'd kill me if you had the chance. That's not going to happen today. You need to leave. This is not going to end well for you. Ugh. I'm just going to smack her on the back of the head and be like, Julie, you're a bargaining chip, not a fucking diplomat. You you actually hit her physically? Uh, like 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 a gentle sibling. Hit, you know, just kind of like a like like smacking their ponytail a little. You're talking to Jason. Justin was his sibling. Okay, like a normal sibling hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you knocked a tooth out of her head. Okay, oh, that's that's. Uh, she's she's gonna she's gonna snap over to Una. Don't touch me again. Then stop saying silly shit. Look, one way or another, this ends right now. He leaves, or I kill him. Take your fucking hand off your fucking weapon, Julie. Uh, Seraph is going to smile. 
watching you two kind of bicker. Uh, but not say anything, just kind of taking the sight in. I'm hoping maybe this is inspiring some filial feelings in him. Um, we'll see. Um. Uh, Julia's staring daggers at Una. <laughs> and she has yet to take her hand off the off the hilt of her weapon. Um, Una's going to give her a look, like, just between the two of them. Like, like one of those looks where it's like, I know I'm like, I sound jokey, but seriously. Like, one of those super intense, like, I'm not fucking around here looks. She's going to slowly return the weapon all the way back until it's completely sheathed. And then fucking intensely, slowly take her hand off the hilt of her weapon. Um, Never breaking eye contact with Una. Uh, Una will, like, drag her eyes away from Julie and look at Seraph, like, and now it's your turn. Seraph is going to remove the dagger from the sheath. <sighs> and just just kind of hold it in his hands, like he's playing with it. It's not, it's not in a threatening manner. <sighs> okay. Seraph, regardless of why you're here to purge the city of racism or whatever to kill a child of yours whom kind of was associated with the death of your sister but not really I don't know why you're actually here I don't really take anything you're saying as the truth but you can't control the city and I understand that we're in your way and I really really don't want to kill my last remaining parent in the world. Please. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. Okay. Do I get any pluses for Jadzia's awesome fuck comment? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Okay, do I get any pluses for t- getting Julie to take her fucking hand off her weapon? Um, I'll give you a plus one for that. Sweet. No! <laughs> 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 so 19 I rolled one accidentally before and it was so much higher oh, no. it's the fucking worst feeling isn't no! it oh god that was horrible still playing with this dagger in his hand um, he has the tip of it pressed against his index finger kind of twirling it and he's going to step forward firstly and then he's going to use the dagger as a pointer and pointed Julie. Her mother was a common, lying whore. Secondly, this city needs to be cleansed. There was a criminal element long before I got here. And all I'm looking to do is even the scale a bit. We're not going to drive out humans. We just want a larger piece of the pie. God. Okay. Um, before Julie can do anything fucking stupid, um, Una's going to put a hand on her arm like, like, nope, 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 don't respond to the okay, more comment. Um, kind of in it more comforting than would normally be associated with Una. Um, not like a kind of gripping her arm to prevent it from going anywhere, but more of like a, it's chill, man. He's just trying to get a rise out of you kind of way. Yeah, and she would have tensed up a bit, so you can kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of do that thing where, like, you you rub your thumb a little bit over someone, like you don't like you don't rub their whole arm. You just kind of move your thumb mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, and just say, "Look, Seraph, 
Whenever anyone fucking preaches about cleansing, the only thing that happens is the area gets dirtier, mostly with blood. Okay? There's no settling a score. You don't need to kill anyone to get bigger pieces of the pie. <sighs> That's some bullshit. And it's also some crazy bullshit. And if you do that sort of thing, we are going to have to fight you. And you might kill some of us. You might kill me. You might kill Julie, which apparently you've always wanted to do. Pretty fucked up considering it's your child, but whatever. What I mean is there are going to be casualties. Big ones. But you'll die. In the end, you will die. You can't kill every single one of us. And if you try, it's going to end badly for you. And I don't want it to, because I genuinely feel affection for you. Do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. Not risking any shit this time. No! What the fuck is this? I heard something get knocked over. Bye. See ya. That's fine. Why is this so bad? A 19 isn't bad. I rolled a 1, and then I rolled a 2. Uh. <laughs> it's not great. Somebody else do this. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> and then Merrick leaps up and goes, "Yeah, I agree." Roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. you say? Did someone fart mid speech or something? <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I got it. He's trolling you. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll be back. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't. I'm about to leave. I'll be right back. Seraph would listen very patiently, very calmly. Two weeks ago, our lovely mayor was making a deal with the Overwatch before Carter fell. How do you think that would have worked out for the city? You know, my invitation for you to join me was quite sincere. We could do a lot of good here. Some force will be needed. And no offense, but I've seen you fight. You are quite good, if a bit clumsy. You don't want to fight me on this. And he's getting very close now. It would not end well for you. Okay. Whew. It's probably our last shot, guys. So, so she'll say, I was raised by the Temple of Cord from the age I was eight. You weren't there to pick me up when mom died, so that's where I ended up being. As a result, even if my faith is gone, I don't really fear death. Threatening me isn't really going to get you anywhere, except that my party, my friends will kill you if you do that. Now look, I understand you're frustrated. I get it. I do. But what you're talking about doing is basically the entire history of Theria. People scrapping for power, left, right, and center. Racial divisions, factions, horrible wars, genocide, slaughter, Maybe refraining from that and going somewhere like Overwatch, where they are doing that through political channels, where they are integrating through politics and not violence. Maybe that's the place for you. 
not Esterholt. Mayor Keller, vicious, stupid bitch that she was, is gone. Thank you, I guess. It's going to get better, and maybe someday, when you're more trustworthy, when you have kind of moved away from this crazy, crazy violence, you can come back. But you can't be here with the goals that you have. Find power in something else. Do me a favor. Watch me get a three, guys. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm just going to close my eyes. I can't fucking look. 25? That's not bad. That's not bad. Seraph is very close to both Una and Julie. Still playing with this dagger. You're a lot like her, you know. I loved her very much. And since you remind me so much of her, I have a fondness for you as well. That being said, I am not leaving this city. I am not letting you take what I have worked so hard for. He's going to use this dagger again as a pointer, but this time making contact with Julie's armor. And he's going to run the tip of the blade over where Una etched her name into it. And you're going to hear this metallic screech as it drags down Julie's armor, every once in a while hitting the little thud of the etchings where Una's name was. Killing her is the icing on that cake. I am truly sorry for what I have to do to you. And he is going to get ready and pull the dagger back, grip the hilt, and try to drive it into Julie's chest. Does he have to roll for that shit? Yes, he does. Okay. If he makes it, I'm going to use... Um... Is Julie close enough for me to, to for me to use the uh, force field? Um, oh, yeah, you're standing right next to each other. Okay, cool. That would be enough to to hit Julie. Okay. Then um, as soon as Una sees him stab at that, she will use the necklace, I guess. I'm not sure how she uses it, but I guess put her hand up to the sapphires or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, pull Julie close to her. So this faint, uh, this faint blue field of energy is going to sort of pop out after after Una does that. Um, and it's going to prevent it's going to prevent uh, Sarah from actually making contact with Julie's armor. Uh, so what should have been what should have been a blow that penetrated her chest is now sort of deflected harmlessly, uh, and then the the field is going to drop away almost immediately. Uh, what's his reaction? Seraph is going to again cock his head and look at look at Una, um, and. He looks annoyed uh, more than anything. Uh, his men are going to leap up uh, and kind of get right behind him, kind of waiting for his move on this one. Do we have one more shot? Go right ahead. Guys, what, what should, what's the plan here? We have one more shot of whatever. Intimidate, diplomacy, I don't know. What do you guys... What uh, the fuck do we do? Cry. Uh... 
Merrick could get right up front and just tell him that he's stressing him out. <laughs> That's an intimidate. <laughs> I don't think that would work as well. No, I, I know. No, no, if you good. wolf out, then you're just going to hurt us, which is fine with Listen, Seraph. Yeah, I have a history in very in alleyways in Esterholt. <laughs> things, things aren't good. Yeah. Also, if we can avoid that, that'd be great. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm he's not going to. Super cool. Okay. I'm not going to want that. <sighs> My chances of getting an above ten roll are pretty good, considering I've done so horribly. That sounds like a gambler in Vegas. I'm yeah. due, guys. Yeah, I kind of am. That's how I feel. I I would be terrible at gambling. <laughs> but that's I I. I Unless we want to just jump straight into fight, we, At which this we can. Point, I don't think we'll be able to convince him to leave, but there might be a chance to convince him to work with Julie. Right? Or is that more slim? I, I don't know. No, I think that's a good point. Maybe okay. I don't Mer- work with Julie. What's that? He does want to kill her deliciously. You know. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But then, like, it depends which she wants more: killing her, which he did admit was just icing, yeah. or the city. Um, if yeah, if he could maybe- still get the city, he might put up with her. What if we offer him Julie? <laughs> He's already kind of <laughs> got her if he decides to attack, so that's, that's not going to work. Wait, um, hang, hang on. Lo- long plan, long-term thinking about this. What version of future Esther Holt with Seraph in any sort of power would be a good place that wouldn't turn into the next opposite Overwatch or something? Good point. Like, th- oh, there's no, yeah, there's, there's there's no, no place, future yeah. where he's going to be like, you know... That was a really rough start, but I really have made this place a really great place for people to visit. But when you think that way... Um, so as soon as the force field goes down and Seraph's men come forward, um, Una will kind of like look at Seraph with like just utter defeat and exasperation. Like, how could you fucking do this? Um, and she'll say, you don't fucking get it. You are choosing power tenuous, temporary, and potentially not even real power over your children, over your family. There's no reason to have power unless it's to protect the people you love, to build something. You're slaughtering your family to save nobody, to build to build a place you think might be better for people of your race, maybe, we're the last thing you have. You're the last thing we have. Are you really going to do this? Do me a favor. Roll a diplomacy check. <sighs> no! <laughs> he is. He is going to do this. Fight. Okay. Fight. Let's get ready. Fight. Let's go, guys. Okay. <laughs> get your powers up. Let's go. I honestly can't believe that. Wow. Okay. I rolled a three. <clears throat> I've rolled a one, two, and three during this whole fucking thing. So I'm basically going to go home and slip my wrists now. Sorry. Okay. So fucking angry. <laughs> I'm gonna mute. I'm sorry. It was so good too. Okay. <clears throat> Plus Jeez. ten for maybe I'm gonna commit suicide if this doesn't go well. Oh, don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> so Seraph has to recoil after the attack because the the immediate thought in his head is, okay, now I'm open to a counterattack. And he wasn't ready for that. So he's going to recoil and have the dagger ready. And then you start to talk. And he's going to relax a bit. And he's going to take in everything that you say. And then he's going to stab me in the eyeball. 
And he is going to step back up to Una. Dagger still drawn. I don't think you realize how much pain it would cause me to see you die. I have watched you most of your life. I'm invested, which is more than I can say for her. I never wanted any harm to come to you. Because I know that's what your mother would want. You are choosing to do this. We all get a choice, Una. You've just picked the wrong side. And for what I'm trying to do, I would kill a hundred of you to get. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. Is he crying? 33. Watch me roll like a fucking crit. 19! Are you shitting me? (laughs) (laughs) Jason, I'm gonna kill someone! I'm sorry. I'm so angry. I got a I got a seven. <laughs> my 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 eyes are literally tearing up. I'm oh sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Una. This game. And Kaluna, you're gonna notice an expression on Seraph's face that you haven't seen on it yet. That is actual regret. It would hurt him very much to have to kill you. But that also means that he means every word of what he's saying. And he has every intention of killing you right now. Merrick. Yes. Kaluna. Jadzia. Una. And Vallis are going to hear a voice coming from behind the party at the other end of this alley. And the voice is going to shout into the alleyway, That's enough! The party turning around to see this, um, you're going to see Craig Mason standing with a troop of paladins at the other end of this alleyway. And he's going to start to march into the alleyway with them, completely blocking off any escape, at least on foot, uh, through this place. He has his longsword drawn, and he is very much staring down Seraph. Um, and he's going to get to where Una and Julie are standing. And he's going to give the briefest glance to Una. And then focus right back on Seraph. Leave. Um, and he's going to use his longsword to point toward the other end of this, of this alleyway. When I say leave, I mean the city. Now. And he's, he's have a, he has a tone of voice that Neither Una nor Julie has ever heard. And Seraph is going to take in the sight of this fleet of paladins, the party, Una, Julie, and Craig. And then he's going to glance back at the five men he has in this alley. 
and he is going to place his dagger back in its sheath. And he is going to look at Una. And before he takes his leave, he is going to lean into her. You have disappointed me so thoroughly today. Okay, she'll like, she'll lean in and kind of like, like touch him on the shoulder, like very tenderly, like a child touching their father. Um, and just say, that's probably a good thing. He is going to shake his head just a bit. And then he's going to look at Julie. I'll be in touch. And both he and his men are going to leave this alleyway and disappear around the corner. As soon as Seraph disappears around the corner and the last of his men, Craig is going to slam his longsword back in its scabbard and wrap his arms around both Julie and Una. Uh, Una will visibly burst into tears. Oh, yeah. He's crying, yeah, too. Yeah, and squeeze him like a yeah. fucker. After, after a few moments of this, um, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna let you, you know, you both go and he's gonna kind of wipe, wipe the tears away. I was told you died. Um, and it's gonna like, like do that thing where you're trying to get your shit together. And you're just like, <clears throat> <clears throat> like that, you know, that weird tension in your throat where you feel like, like words squeeze past it. Um, and just go. I did. I thought you died, too. Almost. I'm so sorry. I got out lucky. I feel like we have some catching up to do. Just one second. Um, and Una's gonna um, bend down, take a knee, and um, offer him up a cord scale. Um, and he's, he's gonna be taken aback a little bit. And then... He'll reach down and take it very respectfully from her. And as soon as he takes it, he's just, get up, stand up. And we'll stand up. The one who was using this is, he, and you can tell he doesn't, he's basically, is he dead? Like, is that why I'm getting this back? Um, I was going to shake her head and she's, he left, but it didn't belong with where he was going. Um, and he's going to look over the rest of the party. Is everyone else okay? We are now. <laughs> the city looks interesting. Can I ask how that happened? Uh, dragons? <clears throat> yeah, out of nowhere. Dragons. Um, and he's he's looking at all of you while you're telling him this. <laughs> Maybe we should get somewhere a little more comfortable. Let's go back to the mansion? Uh, yeah, Merrick, Merrick perks up at all that. He's ready to host. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the night. That was like 30 we seconds. We didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I'm I know it's super shit. late on the East Coast. Oh, I was sleeping, me. I took a sleeping pill because I thought we would be done soon. I know, that's another thing. I was like, every minute that this sticks on. <laughs> we still fine. need to do the crossover next episode, though, right? That's the plan. Fuck yeah. 
Oh boy. I'll start Guys, organizing. This was actually a fucking blast. On Monday. Yeah. This was awesome. Yeah. We're just we're knocking so out of the fucking park lately. So just you guys to, did tremendously well. Just to make sure I understand it, like our relationship with Seraph is like over because of all those roles, right? You only let Craig come in and help because it's so late. Oh no, that was gonna happen either way. Oh awesome. If there was a fight that no, like timeline wise, like that's just what was gonna happen. Roles yeah, the, the, your relationship with him, you know, the roles, that was for that, basically. Well, what was that's what I thought. That. So we're done. Yeah. We'll, we'll have so, to fight him eventually. Good. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to be repaired. Guys, yeah, the I way was, he sees it, you chose a side. Yeah. I was so ready for dailies. I have dailies for days. <laughs> I feel like you told that joke last time, but it's cool. I think I did. Too. But it's okay because it breaks tension. I honestly I'll take a pun at this point. <laughs> You guys did. You guys did really, really well. That was really well. fucking fantastic. Was I am fun. so excited for next time. That was time. a great session. I, next one's going to be fucking great. I am so yep. excited. Oh, this crossover, guys. <laughs> this. Oh, my God. I am so excited for it. I can't wait for Kalina. We better schedule a shit soon. Because, uh...